Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the T5E podcast Vox Populi Vox Insti. I'm Sai Gua, I'm your host for the day and I'm Lakshya your co-host for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We were thinking that since we are a media body after all, we'd like to fulfill our duties in the form of our very own primetime news show, Composite Time News. So, for the first segment titled You've Got S-Mail, we go over the marginally interesting announcements or lack thereof on your S-Mail. brought to you by gmail by google but this is not a sponsored segment the institute has announced that october 1st through 5th both dates inclusive will be holidays although it warrants mentioning that third and fourth fall on the weekend and that second is gandhi jayanti so it's technically two days of additional holidays oh well moving on to covid there have been no circulars about insti residents contracting covid in the past one week does this mean that things are getting better we don't know it's not like urge up to find out um wait is it for weather we tune into our very own weather correspondent in belgaum aditya so aditya tell me uh, what's the weather like in belgaum what's your forecast well sai it appears to be cloudy with a chance of pakodas Oh that's that's very insightful. Thank you Aditya. Anyway, speaking of weather, the Hindustan Times recently came out with a clickbait article titled Can Delhi sustain its clean air blue sky days? I asked my friend in Delhi about this and he said no. Next, we move on to international news. Students from across the institute have been getting to do their internships in Germany after a hiatus on foreign internships due to the COVID-19 pandemic. However, they have run into some issues at the German embassy. and for more on this we cannot turn to our correspondent that we do not have standing by at the embassy because well we have no budget let's get a glimpse onto what's hot in hot street anushka sharma shows off her gorgeous pink sari okay who wrote this speaking of anushka sharma the ipl started last friday the dream 11 indian premier league 2020 kicked off on friday in the uae honestly it came as a surprise to well all of us that realized and tried to acquire ipl Oh sorry force of habit i'm in sponsor ipl so the ipl is going to be so drab this year that even reliance didn't bother buying it yeah combining a boring game with an absence of audience they might as well add a cutout of the disappointed pakistani meme man to a sea of cutouts in the stadium and just have us play where's meme man for 4 hours straight anyway on to business news The Indian government has banned a lot of Chinese apps in two waves. The first wave banned 59 and 47 apps and the second wave banned another 118 apps to a total of a whopping 224. This includes fan favorites TikTok and PUBG. And Indian gamers were very disheartened by that last one. In an extremely patriotic and atmanirbhar move, Akshay Kumar announced the release of 4G, Fearless and United Gods, an Indian battle royal FPS game. The announcement garnered popular support with the release date set in October. So I guess we now know what people are going to do during the 5-day-slash-2-day holiday period. Additionally, we have heard rumors that Reliance is interested in acquiring 4G, just as they have shown interest in acquiring TikTok as well. Honestly, that bodes well for the game. And this is not much of a surprise as this is only the latest in the numerous acquisitions made by Reliance. Let's see, we have Big Bazaar. netmeds urban ladder milk basket farm easy medlife who compiled this why is this so long balaji films eros international now floats 
Tesseract. Okay, this makes no sense. Are these even real companies? Hamleys. Okay, this is six pages long. I am not reading that. That's it for Composite News. Thank you. We'll be right back. Mandatory disclaimer. Everything presented on Composite Time News is not real news and must not be construed as such. All resemblances to actual news are meant to be humor or attempts at humor at the very least and must not be construed as news. The 35 e does not intend to offend the sentiments of any person or group. For our main story tonight, let's talk about Insti. So, Insti has gone virtual and uh, I guess we're all at different stages of accepting that it is what it is. So, let's talk a little bit more about it. Let's start with online classes. It's worth mentioning that the 85% attendance rule is still in place. During these unprecedented circumstances, the Institute admin should take into consideration all the situations and come to a conclusion that accounts for the needs of all the students. Yep, that's, that's absolutely right. But moving away from the classes and to the other aspects of it, people are very bored at home and they're swamped with a lot of academic work or maybe they're doing work for their PORs or Maybe they're applying for internships or placements or a few other things. And, well, there are probably people who are not so bored at home and, and they're enjoying their staying at home situation and they're not probably not very keen on going back. I'm probably leaning on their side too. But we all need okay. some distraction from all the assignments and tutorials and there's plenty of things going on around. Insta clubs are conducting lots of fun activities and interesting webinars. Yeah. And some of them are even doing uh, some serious stuff too. For example, um, I heard that the CVI club, they're planning to do an interesting project using deep learning to detect COVID-19 symptoms. I have no idea how that would work, but that definitely sounds interesting. Exactly. There's much more happening. And we decided to find out how INSEE spaces are adapting to these circumstances. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk to different people who represent different interest groups within the institute, if you will, things that people are passionate about or things that people like to take part in. We're going to talk to some people over the course of two episodes, one which will air today and another which will air next week. And we're going to find out what they are doing to adapt to these unique circumstances. So for today, we're going to be joined first by Vishnu. Vishnu is the Cultural Affairs Secretary. So for more on this, let's talk to him. Vishnu is one of the cultural secretaries for this year. Uh, which cultural secretary are you actually? Literary. Okay. Okay. So um, we have a lot of very burning questions about Sarang. I think the first question is, what are you guys doing? We have not seen much of you guys. Like, we have not. Correct. Correct. So I think we've gone pretty silent after the online shows season has, uh, has been done. So... Initially, we wanted to experiment with this idea, which one of our professional show score has come up with, Rohan specifically. So he wanted to test out the idea of, okay, is audience interested in uh, live shows, which we stream through Instagram. So that was an idea we wanted to test out. We expected a decent audience, but turns out a lot of people are interested in it. Turns out that every show that we had around, what, 20 to 30 shows, somewhere in that range. Okay. And we've received a massive audience, fixed audience of around 140 for each show and floating audience of, I don't know, around 1,000 people, like 1,000 eyeballs throughout the lifetime of that show that we put up on our story. On average so, for each show, you get 1,000 floating. Correct, correct. So that revealed a lot to us. So we decided, okay, is this something we can try out for actual Sarang 2? 
in a case where institute does not reopen or even if it okay. does reopen in a case where uh, you know agencies are not yet open and working or there's a right, policy right. saying you cannot have any entertainment shows so it okay. revealed a lot of options to us so currently we have uh, the front end teams namely you could say events brochures uh, or even pr team working on ideating on uh, stuff that could be replicated online in a case where offline i mean on ground sarang does not happen while on the other hand we have uh, teams in the back end at let's say facilities and requirements safety and okay. security okay. these sort of teams are working on possible possibility of uh, a sarang that happens on ground which will have bare minimum reasons to be rejected as an idea so uh, for example we have we are trying to scatter the catering area which was once very concentrated full of crowd we are trying to scatter it all over the place we also have uh, how do i say audience for process let's say in oat okay. there used to be a maximum of what 2000 audience we cannot afford to do that this year in a case where on ground sarang does Definitely. happen yeah. so we are designing a layout so that we can put our barricades in a way that crowd does not mingle too much so we are working so on stuff have... like that Hmm. So you have plans for an online sarang, basically. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Be- so you have plans for an online sarang, basically. I mean, if that could happen, and then you have some plans for some kind of an on-ground sarang too. Correct. So correct. Effect- effectively, to we are effect- effectively we are hedging, you could say. So okay. while we are exp- we are definitely pushing for an offline sarang. In a case where it does not work out, we have teams already ideating on how to do this, like get the bulk of things done online. Okay. so i mean this is definitely very interesting so as things progress i think you should keep us in the loop so we can also tell people that these sure, things sure, sure. are going on sure sure um i mean this there's a lot of detail we could go into but for now mm-hmm. just i have one more question um how do you plan to retain sponsors this year or not just this year but moving forward potentially you'll have to make sure that the sponsors want to come back correct because of economic problems they might not want to sponsor or things like that right so what are your plans in that sense correct so okay uh, let's look at this way one good thing which i feel we haven't really realized but uh, i mean until recently is that our our ex teams have really worked on uh, how do i say retaining spo- like giving a good impression to our sponsors let's say we've uh, given out free process tickets to our sponsors or the team of sponsors that we worked with and things like this really ensured that we retained some title sponsors or sponsors who pour in around 8l of money on an average so okay. these are the sponsors that are the backbone of sarang and we've retained them for a couple of years and we've also given a good impression uh, throughout our uh, how do i say work together so uh, as per our sponsorship cost estimates we could retain some sponsors so let's say times of india uh, companies okay. like that don't quote me on the exact companies but Uh, you do, you do get the gist right so some important companies we do retain but uh, as per the other sponsors like a conglomerate of other sponsors who actually pour in bulk of money altogether right. we cannot honestly guarantee currently because i don't think their operations themselves have resumed properly let right. alone their marketing funds so there's very little that we can estimate currently we can only pull out a number from thinner and that will not be of any help so that is there and uh, other possibilities involve can we use the online like uh, online platform that we let's say if we have an online on ground sorry let's say if we have an online sarang can we 
provide some mechanism and pitch that as an avenue as of publicity for sponsors that is one possibility okay. but honestly until i mean unless a couple of months pass and we do talk to companies if they are willing to take our calls we cannot uh, estimate what their behavior will look like it's very not predictable okay so right. um that's that's uh, i mean yeah right. there's a lot to process i get that uh, right. one last question i have is do you have any engagement events planned now with the i don't know with the student community or with not just the institute student community but people outside the institute for example correct correct so uh, okay let's bifurcate it that way then let's take people inside the institute and people outside the institute for people inside the institute definitely because it was a fun experience organizing lot of live shows and lectures for uh, the crowd online and it required only a little effort it was just an idea that worked very well the effort part was pretty simple and it was something the organizers organizing team also really enjoyed doing and crowd also really enjoyed you could see that season a lot of people were asking for shows that were more relevant to their community so that they could also call in their friends to okay. join and uh, listen so that is something we are planning to repeat to we are waiting for this new batch of undergraduate freshers to also come in so that we could surprise them with a how do i say an energetic show a energetic series of shows so that they understand that you know while we cannot organize on ground shows we still have that zeal in us to entertain the crowd so that is a plan we have and uh, obviously some of the competitions within the institute are being held but from sarang side you might not be seeing as many engagement events within the institute for uh, for this couple of months but outside the institute similarly we are planning to so there's a uh, concept called milans which is basically you right. hold a mini sarang somewhere outside uh, the institute i mean outside the state so we have milans happening in bangalore which is basically miniature version of sarang you show them on ground in reality what a sarang experience looks like in a miniature version since that cannot happen on ground we are planning for our publicity team uh, is planning for an online equivalent of that too and since we do have a possibility of online sarang we also need to factor in this benefit which is we can let a lot of north indian audience which were earlier unable to come down to sarang due to travel right. travel reasons they can actually take part in our events and watch our shows right now if we have an online sarang so to tap into that potential we are currently working with our publicity team to devise uh, plans in which we can pull in that sort of untapped audience so this could be online competitions that we hold within their respective colleges give the winners opportunities to directly come participate in our main sarang events through incentives like this we'll be trying to uh, g- capture a lot of that untapped audience okay. so that would be happening outside the institute okay uh, so i think we've gotten an idea of what your plans are for the coming year Correct. because i think one of the main uh, the reason we're talking to you is one of the main avenues that insti people like get together one off is sarang mm-hmm. right so we want to know uh, we we're exploring all of these avenues across the board and we're seeing okay what's going on here what's going on here Right, so anyway, right. It's been great to have you here. Uh, sure. Thanks a lot for coming. Thanks, sir. Uh, good luck with uh, how our Saran goes uh, <laughs> online or offline. Good sure, luck with sure, that. Sure. sure, sure. Keep it touch. We're also going to be joined by Unni. 
Onni is an event score within Sangam. Sangam is the confluence of all cultural clubs within the institute. So let's talk about how Sangam is adapting to these unique circumstances with Onni. So Onni, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, Sai. Um, so I'm Onni. I am currently in my fourth year of mechanical engineering. I am one of the event scores of Sangam, which is basically the head of Sangam. And for those of you who do not know what Sangam is, it is the confluence of all the cultural clubs in the institute so i'm basically supposed to head all the cultural activities in the institute yeah okay okay that's good to know uh so uh i think i guess the first question is uh what we are talking about today is we're talking about how all of these spaces in the institute all of these concepts in the institute if you will have evolved to meet these unique circumstances so my first question to you is what activities are you doing to keep engagement up like to make sure people remember that there is something called sangam because let's be honest people can forget sometimes at home you know things definitely, can get lost definitely definitely so yeah uh, in the beginning of course all of us faltered because when the lockdown started we were going through the team change phase so the new team members were joining in and we were sort of confused on what to do in the situation but right now i would say we have saturated and we have reached a point where the clubs are sustaining themselves and so uh, we have let the clubs wander free more or less so in the institute usually we are constrained by a lot of things like budget venue requirements etc but right now because we do not have any budget or any venues to take care of the clubs are doing whatever they want on their own so and there is no problem of events clashing because everyone is doing separately online so yeah do you want me to talk more about what each club is doing yeah no we'll get to that don't worry so um so i want to look at this i mean clubs are clubs are great and all but i want to look at this from a slightly different perspective i want to look at it from the perspective of interest groups so there are people who are interested in say acting mm-hmm. okay there are people who are interested in writing mm-hmm. and there are you know that's what all these cultural clubs are all about right yeah. so how are you keeping those interest groups engaged and how much engagement are you getting so like i would on I average would, so i would say lockdown has actually been a boon for us because the interest group so people they've tried out a lot of things to do in the lockdown and they've reached a point where they're tired of everything so they've come back to all these clubs so in insti everyone has very high internet speed no one comes out to take part in the club activities actually so right now the clubs are actually getting their club members so i keep using the word club because that's what we refer to these interest groups as uh, okay, like okay, yeah uh, yeah so pardon me for that so uh, like for example the quiz club and the word games club they've been having informal meetups on discord so usually if you take a quiz meet in the institute probably 30 people turn up but right now we are getting like 70 to 80 people and we are able to uh, include people outside the institute as well because there is no constraint of them having to come to the institute to take part so it's actually been slightly better for a lot of these interest groups but of course the the ones that involve performing arts say music or choreo it's not been that easy because it's not sorry because we know that it's not that easy to organize such events over a online medium so right yeah so these people what they have been doing is they have started to try out uh, events that they have not had before so uh, for example uh, classical arts club classical the, so classical arts is a very something we would not expect uh, the youth to take up so much right so it's right. as a club it's always been slightly small 
but right now they are having a lot of events which no other club has tried out for example something like a guided listening session so they get, they so there is some professional who comes and they perform something on zoom or discord or whatever they want to do and the audience so they they, they explain their ragas and the verses along with the singing so it's very nice so they have been trying out a lot of new things okay so um so you said that you're getting quite a lot of turnout so are you saying that all your clubs have actually um start have been able to adapt to the situation are there clubs which are still trying um i would say all clubs have found some or other way to do something but uh, of course performing arts have been affected a lot uh, like other so uh, like i said quiz and word, quiz word games writing for instance they've not lost out on much uh but all of them have reached some sort of saturation point they're able to uh propagate they're able to constantly engage with their interested uh, participants okay. and um, f- for the events that you're conducting have you gotten a lot of feedback from the people who from your turnout what are they saying that we would like something like this done is, uh, is it that active engagement we have we have actually so uh i'll just quote an example for uh, the esports club gaming club so uh they initially organized a tournament and uh, a lot of people a lot of enthusiasts from the uh, the the regulars in that club asked us to organize a tournament for a certain game so they went ahead and then that was a huge success and uh, because the clubs are trying out a lot of new events and we are so i would say like in the institute uh, the cultural scene was more or less you know kind of dying i would say it 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 i know it's slightly harsh because <laughs> you know i am the i'm the head of the cultural scene and i'm not supposed to say this but yeah, it has been more or less dying because everyone wants to stay in their room and either binge netflix or something like that so this right. is right now a very good opportunity for us to probably find a good paradigm shift like we are finding a lot of new events and like we are beta testing them and because all clubs are constantly doing something new we are asking them to take proper feedback for all the events so that we know what everyone likes and we this would probably be an opportunity for a huge paradigm shift for the whole cultural scene right that's that's very interesting so uh, i actually have a follow up on that but we'll get to that in a little bit sure. first i want to know um what are your plans for your flagship events right so yeah, yeah a lot ahead. of the interest group enthusiasts have also been concerned about this so uh, pr- first of all most of our flagship events happen in the event semester so we are very hopeful that they don't get affected so much uh but yeah the is- another issue will be that sarang will also get pushed slightly forward with with the so the timelines might slightly clash uh but yeah most of the clubs have not given up on their flagship events yet and to talk about litsock which is like probably the biggest flagship of culturals as a whole right so we definitely cannot have a litsock in- season in the odd semester so we actually do have a plan coming up we'll probably have a single even sort of litsock throughout the entire lockdown so we will we'll we'll uh, tell the gsb about the plans soon we are actually having something in our mind so okay okay well, i am definitely looking forward to what that's going to be like um so another thing you said sarang is going to be pushed we spoke we spoke to vishnu about sarang so i'm not going to ask you more about that yeah. but one thing i do want to know is um what is your contingent head doing what what, what is what is happening with that scene is that under you and do you right. take care of it or so uh, i'm not going to go deep into the hierarchy but yeah the contingent head does work more or less under me uh, yeah so yeah it's it's a tough time for contingent because the whole point of a contingent is that they 
they stay connected to each other like it most of it is about the fields of being part of a team so right. uh, the head so we have been getting all the clubs to through the conditioner we have been getting all the clubs to constantly engage with the condition uh scout for online competitions that are happening elsewhere not specifically club fest a lot of these online contests are popping up here and there they may be standalone okay. so inst- institute condition assets might not be participating in a single competition but like club specific so they are all each club has a contingent captain so all of them are scouting for these online competitions and there's something else we are doing right now so uh, we are getting the senior contingent members to take part in something of a peer to peer mentoring so this is this is an idea that the contingent had came up with uh, so we will it's it's completely voluntary we would ask the senior members if they want to mentor the the freshmen freshmen as in the freshmen of the club not the right. freshmen and if they if they are willing to they will mentor them and you know once they pass out we need new ones coming in so we are probably going to do something like that like formalize the whole process okay okay yeah uh, so apart from that uh, we are also having plans of inter iit contest like i mean i don't think an inter iit cultural fest is going to happen anytime soon or this year i don't know if it will happen at all so we actually had a beta testing for this word games club had an inter iit scrabble tournament which went okay. very well actually so we are probably going to do that as well like coordinate with the other cultural affairs secretaries of other iits and have some sort of inter iit competition okay so and this is my follow up to your previous question you said that there was like there was a problem people were not coming out of their rooms back when it was still yeah, open yeah, yeah. and so now you're trying to explore a paradigm shift yeah. so my question is hy- hypothetically let's say the college opens in january hypothetically it may or may not happen hmm. if it opens in january feb how are you going to how are you going to handle that shift back to that s- somewhat of the back to going back to normal if you will some some kind of normal how will the cultural scene handle that what are your plans yeah so uh, uh, i'm hopeful that our litsock plan will take care of that so i'm not going deep into the litsock plan as is because we have not finalized it so it basically involves all the clubs together and it's it's very informal like you it's not very talent oriented it will be something that engages a lot of people gets the hostel feels and also like you know tells them that the cultural is not dead like it's still happening it will still happen and we have something for you in the next semester also so that whole event we are expecting it to take okay. care of that part okay so then i hope our listeners also understand that culturals is not dead in the institute it will not uh, be yeah well anyway good luck with that uh, do do keep us informed of what your plans are so you know we can can get the word out about your events it sounds very cool good luck with that sure thanks for coming man thank you thank you for giving me the opportunity sure bye bye Thanks once again to Unni and Vishnu for joining us and letting us know what they're trying to do. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Part 2 of this episode will air next week where we'll dive into what C5, Shastra and the Sports Organizing Committee are up to. So, thank you for listening. Do give us a subscribe and we'll see you next week. As always, batteries are not included.